yeah. Hey, Sarah. Susie, coming out of that smoke cloud. <laughs> My God. Creeping Episode- out of the fog. Episode 421, which will come out on ep- on 521, which is fun. Oh, that's fun. And Not yes. as fun as episode 420, though. <laughs> eh? I feel like I didn't deliver. I have no, like a- Oh, Susie. <laughs> I you do. delivered. Well, here's the thing. The video of that is so <laughs> funny. Because the moment where you coughed. Yeah, I watched and it. And you're, it's so, I was like thinking in my head as I'm watching <laughs> this. I'm like, this is gold. This is absolutely, this is great. This is amazing. <laughs> that wasn't in your head. You actually said, well, oh, now did I? that's, you go, now that's a gift. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go. I can't even, it just all comes out. When I had to I watch even. it to uh, make like a, I wanted our editor to make a promo video and I was just like, oh my God. What was your favorite part? That definitely that first plume of smoke. Oh, so good. That was the gift. But I hope the listeners realize that that isn't the only one because then there were like several throughout the whole episode. And that oh, last yeah. one you, where you I almost hit it. died. I was nervous for a sec because <laughs> I've had that moment up. where like you, I know I've been there. Yeah. And so I was like, oh shit, that might, we might have to pause. I had my finger on the button. I was like, you did not. I did. I was like, oh, here we go. But you know what? I was like, this is initi- that's initiation. That's like, you yeah. gotta, it you had gotta, to happen. you know, had to happen, you know? Yeah. I just felt gotta. like, did, did the, con- I don't know. We talked about aliens. Yeah. But like, it was more fun to talk about you being stoned for the first time than it was to, I was like, here I am trying to like stick to my material. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, you're stoned, but also let's talk about this stuff. I should have mm-hmm. thrown all that out the window and been like, so tell me what you're feeling. Tell me a secret. So yes, I, I should have been like, what's your favorite ice cream? Ready, go. Ready, go. And you would have been like, well, okay, let me see. Am I in a sweet mood or am I in a chocolatey mood? (laughs) One thing that I did want to ask you about that I forgot at the time is, you know how whenever people are talking about weed, they talk about a head high and a body high? Yes. What is that about? So body high is like you don't want... So what I gave you was the head high style. Yes. Where you're more like giggly and yeah. it's like relax. Like it's... it's You're able to focus, but... Or like able to... You're... you're I don't know. I was still you're not coherent. Like, yes. You're not like glued to your couch. Other ones are more like if you're looking to go to bed... Like an indica that's like yeah, more like one... in your body. And you feel almost like your eyelids feel heavy. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, I just want to like – that's great if you're uh, 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 like taking a – going in the spa or like taking a hot mm-hmm. tub or a bath or you're like, I don't know, after a long day of like working out or going on a hike yeah. and you're like unwinding. Mm-hmm. That's good for that. Because my just nighttime like, edibles, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think they have that. Yeah. You know, your body feels like – heavy yeah and that's good i think for like pain relief i'm pretty sure (laughs) and this one's good for like anxiety and shit oh and i wanted to ask you also like the pen that i was using yeah how did this stuff get in there (laughs) oh you're so cute am i Um, high right now (laughs) okay so yeah you're not high right now and you're like i have questions (laughs) okay um so it's a concentrate so okay you know how you get like olive oil or any other kind of oil like you press something and you like 
it extracts an oil. Yeah. Like essentially it's like the same kind of thing. Or like they, they just somehow distill the But did you fill stuff. up that pen? Oh, no. It came like that. Oh, for goodness sakes. No, I'm not a chemist <laughs> over here. You have to... <laughs> It goes through, a, and I don't even know if I'm describing this right. I might be totally off. This may be like me just announcing information, uh, 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 you know, like delivering it like it's fact, but not actually knowing. Well, but I'm just saying, it like, seems like that. when first of all, how long is that pen gonna last? A, a while. It should last you maybe like a week or two. Maybe, you know, depending if you on use how it much every you day use or something. And it. then what? You throw it away? Yeah, toss it. That seems bad for the environment. Aren't there any well, reusable ones? There are, but I didn't know if you wanted to commit no, to that. I just mean in general, not this one, yes. the industry. Yes. There okay, so there's some are. sustainable options. Yeah. But like, think about if you are coming to California from another state and you're just visiting and you can't take anything uh, back home on the airplane. It yeah. would be nice to have like something, you know, use, use, use. It's like probably a no more plastic than like a yeah a disposable yeah. razor or something like that yeah mm-hmm. it's like having a bottle of wine or whatever okay so. no further questions <laughs> i mean <laughs> we can we can definitely go there but it's just an interesting uh subculture that i'm not familiar with yeah so did you feel what'd you feel like afterwards what was it just like compared to like alcohol yeah that's first of all that is a great bonus that you can just it wears off and then you're fine Fine. No effect at all. Right. After effect. And then also that it's calorie free. Yes, it is. That's fantastic. Minus whatever you get the munchies for. Yeah. And I do find that the kind that we had, you have less munchies with than the body one. Totally. I don't know why that is. Somebody mm-hmm. else does. I'm sure. It like tells some part of your brain. But like if I'm having that like, you know, couch potato one, I'm probably going to also need some potato chips. Yeah, I have to keep Fritos in my nightstand. Yeah, for when that mm. happens. Yeah, I'm I'm big uh, I've been uh, uh real big on these sour gummy bears lately. Which is totally like not on brand for me. So I don't know what that's all about. You're going through a phase. I'm going through a sour gum. Oh, but this could be that thing we're talking about where you like go back yep. to little kid things. Because like sour candy, who likes that? Totally. Like that's <laughs> over the age of like 12. <laughs> Do you remember when like that was like a thing when you were a little kid? And, and I don't know, maybe was this, uh, maybe it was just me. Where I wanted like the candy that was going to turn my mouth the bluest, mm-hmm. that was going to be the sourest. If it, first of all, jawbreakers? Yeah. Why is that a thing? <laughs> All right. How did how that, did that catch even make on? it? How did that make it to the shelves? Yeah. Of, wouldn't you love to have been in the meeting where they were like, "I've got an idea." <laughs> I mean, for real, it'll and break like, your and, jaw. <laughs> but meanwhile, they they recalled my favorite version of the Woody doll from Toy Story because he had right. bendy arms. Right. <laughs> right. This has the this has the, the accident in the title. Hashtag justice for Woody. Justice for Woody. Oh my gosh. This is like a total tangent. But speaking of those cute things, do you follow the account uh, Tiny Chef? Oh, I have seen it. I don't follow it Oh, yet. it's so good. Yeah. This has been like, there have been a few accounts that have been kind of like my go-to uh, comfort, comfort during this time. yes. Leslie Jordan being one of them. Of course. I if bought a t If you're not following him. Did you really? Yes, Susie. Susie, I love you so much. I was totally thinking this because this is what I'm going to say about the Tiny Chef thing. I bought the Tiny Chef plush doll. And I'm like, this is what we do. Stop it right now. And I was having the thought because I went to the store, Leslie Jordan's store. And I was like, 
there is totally a market for this because the same people like i have so much joy in Mm -hmm. knowing that i bought a tiny chef plush toy that is going that says 20 (laughs) phrases and will arrive in the next (laughs) however many weeks so excited about it and it brings me so much comfort and i was looking at the shirts thinking this does the same thing as my plush toy will for somebody else i love that (laughs) and that somebody else happens to be my best friend susan yes I wanted everything. Oh, it's like, like I psychically knew that you were buying this. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. I love him so much. I, I mean, so much. Yeah, he's a national well, treasure. Shit. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Hello, da- fellow hunker downers. downers. <laughs> and like the cutest thing is his relationship with Dylan McDermott. Oh my god! Did I'm you see obsessed. his vision board? No. <laughs> No! Oh, I'm so excited that I get to leave this episode of this recording and go look at that. <laughs> I These made like Adam little... watch it. I made Red watch it. <laughs> like, you got to see his vision board. I made Red watch his list of top five uh, uh, straight boys. How loves. do you make a person love themselves the way Leslie does? Like, I want my son to oh. feel that way. You know, like, he's so comfortable in his skin. It's the cute. Well, I I mean, because he's so tiny too. He's so tiny. He's <laughs> the cutest thing, and I just love that. I just love. I mean, I love everything about him. D- did you see when people harassed him or something in Starbucks, and he was like, "Mm-mm, not yeah. in my house." And he threw a star. He threw a coffee in the guy's yeah. face, and the police came. And it was it was that they were they were saying like gay slurs to somebody yes. else, and yeah. he was like, "Oh, oh hell no!" <laughs> I just love him. He is so special. Oh, I mean, it wouldn't have been the same if he weren't gay. Yes. Could you imagine like straight guy that size? We would have no. had a totally different like if all of that was put to put towards like evil rather than good <laughs> right like it would have ended up being like some I, I i my mind goes to um oh gosh what is that movie despicable me with like you know the he would have been like some evil <laughs> yes like, like cartoon right. character you know bad no. guy evil villain mercifully he was spared we get Yes, thank God. Thank God. And we get <clears throat> Leslie Jordan. Oh, he is it's so just good so for good. our mental health. And also what's great for our mental health is BetterHelp, which is online therapy counseling services that everyone ought to try because I think we could all use the help if you have something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals. I love that you can just access the service online, on your phone, on your laptop, whatever, and get some licensed professional to help you with your depression or anxiety or whatever you're struggling with. And it's affordable and it's convenient. I think a lot of people, too, are um, intimidated by going to a therapist. So this might be a great introductory yeah. thing, too. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash brain candy. Join over 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash brain candy. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, yes. So that makes me happy. Yes. I can't wait to see your plush toy that says 20 catchphrases. I mean, it's just like the cutest thing in the whole entire world. And (laughs) like... I don't know. I just love those little, those little, 
Because then I think about, you know, it's kind of like how you said you wanted to be like writing in a journal right now and like yeah. documenting this time. Mm-hmm. I want someday to be able to tell my children a story about this time. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I feel like <clears throat> this doll will help illustrate it. That's like, nice. This tiny chef, like, because Ren and I, like, watch those videos and we laugh about it. And it's so funny. And, you know, and then we were cooking a whole bunch. So, like, I don't know. I feel like there's a story in there. And Ren's so good at telling stories. <laughs> so he'll, like, make up something and it'll be fantastic. I ended up you know. starting that journal and... I oh, good. wrote it instead of like Dear Diary, I wrote it to Lincoln. Oh. And so it's for him. And I'm so enjoying writing to him as a man. Oh my God, this is so great. It's so fun because I like swear and say things about Trump and stuff. And oh my I- God. Suze, <laughs> this is the coolest thing. Yeah? What a get come on. Yeah. I imagine I'm really if you it. had a mom who was like but like right? You know, was writing about all this stuff. It, but it wasn't like religious and, right. and that kind of that. It, you know, it, and like you get to hear. I would love this gift. I would too. So will his future partner. I think so. And I mean, <sighs> it's nice that the, that our kids can watch uh, or listen to the podcast. Like, don't you ever think about that? That your kid. Uh, nope. Actually, I've never thought about that ever in my entire life. That is so weird. I can't even believe now that. You're I've never horrified. Had that Wait. No, I mean, do I think it's I think it's cooler than the real world for some reason. It is. Why do I think that? Well, cuz you get to decide what's on here. Ah, this is true. This is true. And this is more me. Yes. Yeah, and I could be like, "Look at how funny your mom is." <laughs> See, somebody like gave her five stars to that joke. And they can, and they can listen and be like, "Oh, good. She was progressive and yes. you know, on the right side of history and all that stuff." Yes. So that's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. That's yeah. very good. Oh but my god, I, I love that, Suze. Because I know, I think he'll remember. You know, of course, this yes. is one of those moments he'll he won't forget. But he wouldn't remember how, what it was really like. Well, and it's you know we all know that memories change and memories are altered. You know, as we like the you know yeah. time goes by and when we we recall them, they change. Mm-hmm. And so the only thing we can do is we have like the what's written down. Mm-hmm. To kind of like, yeah, man, create, oral you're, history. You're really, yes, you're creating mm-hmm. like a framework of like scaffolding to his memory. Yeah, I love you know? that. It's really cool because I think back to, you know, I always like compare it to the Northridge earthquake, even though it's totally different. But as far as like sort of natural disaster, you know, that that it was like such a short pause, you know, on the yeah. clock though. But I think about my memory of what happened. It's not even close to accurate of like what, you know, and then when I yeah. started like talking to other people about it and piecing together, I was like, oh, maybe that is what happened. Oh, maybe, you know, so for him to be able to have his own memories of it and then fill in the pieces with the facts that you're like writing down and everything, yeah. ooh, that's going to be super cool. And in a way, it kind of, I think, was advantageous to not start it right at the beginning because now I have some perspective on all of it. Yes, that's what and I'm so, saying. Yeah, that was not a bad thing. And like I was writing in it today and at that moment, Lincoln came over with a bin and was like, Mama, 
I caught another lizard. That's four for today. And then I wrote in the journal, like, you just came over. <laughs> oh, like my time God. Traveler. That's so cute. <laughs> oh, this is amazing. So highly recommend if you're thinking about journaling, whether you have a kid or not. I think it'd be, it's helpful. Well, I think that there's never a time where journaling isn't helpful. You know, I used to be real turned off by it. And I thought, oh, it's Why so like that? self. I've, it felt like self-absorbed. But it doesn't have to be. Yeah, and not... It's only self-absorbed if at that moment you think that you know everything and that you have all of the answers because Mm -hmm. like you can write down how you experience the world right here, right now, and then future you can look back and go, oh my God, look at how I thought I knew everything. Like it's, it's, why not? I mean, your only real experience in this world is your own the most Mm -hmm. important should be your own point of view not for anybody else maybe it's self-absorbed if you want to share this with others and you're like here please read my journal from 2019 (laughs) to 2022 but if you're just having it so future you can look at it Mm -hmm. you should be self-absorbed it's the story of your own life well and i do think it can help you reflect and yes yeah i get it (laughs) oh I'm just a late bloomer, that's all. Yes. No, I love it. I'm just like so excited because I'm thinking about, you know, like when I, and I understand the resistance too, because sometimes when you, you know that the truth will come out when you put pen to paper. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I remember when I was going through my divorce in the very beginning and my friends were like, you need to write down these things. You need Mm. to write down you that you are a sane, reasonable, rational person that wants this sane, reasonable, <laughs> wow. rational things. You want, you know, you need to write down what it is that matters, what it is that you want, so you can get some perspective. And it, I was hesitant to do it because I knew that as soon as I wrote down my feelings, I was then going to, ha- I was confronted with them. They mm. became the rea- They became real, and. It was then that I was like, well, now you know, and here's the proof that you know, so now you have to take some action. And it wasn't until I was really ready to take action that I was like, all right, here we go. Wrote it down, and it, that, you know, the rest is history. Right, you can't ignore it anymore. Can't ignore it. And I'm so grateful that I did, and you're right, you know, I'm glad that I didn't do it in the very beginning, Mm because maybe it would have been coming from a weaker place, but then it was coming from like, this is what you deserve, this is what you want, this is what you need, this is not crazy to ask for, and I look back at those, and it's like, I mean... I was like mm-hmm. putting together a recipe for Ren, but which is kind of <laughs> nice. So, do you journal as a discipline, like every day, or is it when the mood strikes you, or when the mood strikes? I used to mm-hmm. be more disciplined. Like when I was on the challenge, I was yeah. very disciplined, and when I was on the real world, I was really disciplined. And I have all those my journals. I should post. I'll post some pictures from the inside pages of those journals because they're mm-hmm. real interesting. It's like the the day before, when they just blindfolded us and took us into the house for the first time to do an interview, but we hadn't been brought into the house yet. So like yeah. they didn't want us to see it, but I just, I wrote down everything that I smelled. I wrote down, like oh I God. drew a picture of what I thought the floor plan looked like to like compare it to like what it really was. That's you know, I have like really all cool. that kind of stuff. Those so, are treasures. And I think it's because I recognized that this would be something that would be it's so yeah. different and kind of like you've done with this. 
uh, you recognize that this is so different mm-hmm. that he's going to enjoy this, reading about this in this way when he's older. The same way I'll enjoy opening up those books. And maybe you guys listening will enjoy, you know, seeing a little bit of that too. I don't know, I, maybe. I found my journal from whenever I was about to go on Road Rules because they made <gasps> us do it. They made really? us journal. Yeah, because then they made a book and then they uh, took all of our journals and used them oh in the God. book. And all I got was $1,000. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. Did you know it was going to be put into a book? No, I knew that they could oh use it, God. though. Oh, my God. They do say that they can take it and do whatever they want with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. in one of my wow. entries, I, before I went on the show, I said, I just want to spread Jesus's light throughout the whole world. <laughs> so that's in print. So I failed at that. But if no, you... No, <laughs> uh-uh. You have absolute... I feel the Thank love you, of Sarah. Christ radiating from oh. you all, all day, every day, girl. That is so nice. I do. The real kind. The non-judgmental, everybody is welcome here kind. Yeah. <laughs> Unitarian version. Yes. You're like my life coach. But if you do need a true life coach... Noom is such a great program for if you want to get on track. I know a lot of people are struggling with their <sighs> like so hard. dietary habits and exercise and all of that right now during quarantine. Um, and in good, like in um, like some people are overeating, then other people that struggle with eating disorders are struggling uh, with that because you're out of control. So you kind of like. Yes. You know, and so structure. Yes. And Noom is a habit change program. They use psychology to teach you how your mind works. And there's someone that will send you articles and um, tips on how to stay on track, which I think is so great. Whatever, you know, whatever you need help with, maybe you want more energy or uh, you just want to get out of the house and move more, whatever. Yes. There's a science to getting healthier. It's called Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash brain candy. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com slash brain candy to get to start your trial today. That's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash brain candy. I love it. Love it. Yeah. Okay. You know, I talk to my clients about that all the time. There's a formula for health, formula for pretty much a whole bunch of stuff. Communication. We just have to find the formula that works. Right. Just get on track. Yes. So Mm -hmm. it's crazy that you were bringing up, uh, 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 you know, archived stuff or or like books and everything like that from MTV days, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. in the past. Because did you see uh, that Viacom forced this internet archive to remove hundreds of hours of old MTV broadcasts? It's kind of like they've erased an entire history of MTV from the internet. Really? Yes. All videos spanning from 1981 to 1991. Why? It said there... So there was this archivist who was... Uh, uh, I guess this guy goes by Wind, Wind Singer. And he uploaded this personal archive that he had of recordings from the 1980s to early 1990s. Wow. And it was all like... Um, you know, he, he went through and digitized his old tapes, you know, and it's his yeah. personal collection of MTV. And yeah. the coolest thing about this, it said, he, he said that, uh, he's been recording or been collecting recordings of full unedited with commercials 
V like and especially the VJs for with you know the VJs for years and he's found these videos like even collected them from the VJs Facebook pages and like oh archives God. so I think he's even gotten contact with people like you know you and me from you know how right. we have the archives of stuff he uploaded thousands of like you know hundreds if not thousands of hours of this and I love that it had the commercials I would have loved to see that well did and, they say why they took it down I mean I know it's copyright infringement but well, the the crazy thing is, like Viacom. I mean, they they, they didn't They're respond. Total they are assholes. I'm so They're sick like, of Viacom. Me too. They're dicks. <laughs> and then they hide behind this whole "look how cool we are" thing. Yeah, yeah. You're not fucking cool. You're like yeah, the, you're man the man who's like, t- yeah, who's like trying to tell us that you're cool. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Damn the man. Yeah. I feel like that. So yes, they're and so now they're like these these they're they don't exist anywhere else. Wow. Like this it's so even in this this I saw this article on Vice and um you know Vice was saying because of Viacom's persistent takedowns, which the company issues every day, which we mm. know all about, yeah. uh, <laughs> a huge part of television and music's history is missing from the internet. That is so... Why don't they put it up then? If they want to be so protective right. about it. I hate... Th- why don't they? Right. I would watch it wherever it was. Yeah. I'll bu- I'll, whatever. What do you want? What do you need me to do? I mean, like, it's crazy. And the fact that, like, the one of my own episodes is yeah. mysteriously, like, disappeared from the internet. But you do have a copy. Thank I God. do have a copy. You know? You should put that in a safe. I should. For goodness Jesus. sakes. It's crazy. Maybe so, they're yeah. planning on making like some sort of paid access subscription thing like Viacom. Because everyone asks oh. me about the old seasons of Real World and Road Rules too. And I say, well, they won't even include them in the those clip shows that they make of like... Because they're not crazy. digitized, right? They claim that it's because they're not HD. So yes. they look really terrible now. But who on, cares? They put that put up things like that all the time. I know, and I watch clips of fucking Lassie and Donna Reed. <laughs> I mean, you can like we get it. TV's different now. Like you can right. people aren't stupid. You know, in fact, I don't even like the eight. Like I'm not even the biggest fan. Of, Absolutely not. It looks. Terrible. I kind of yes, and every single. Oh my god! I was thinking this the other day because you know there are TV shows that I watch that are just like sitcoms that I love on like Comedy Central and shit and. Oh, what was it? I was watching like Brooklyn Nine Nine, and I could not stop looking at the skin of some of the actors. Yeah. And 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 it's not even like I'm I'm. It's just that I, for a minute, worked as a makeup artist in you know commercials and TV when my mom was doing wardrobe, and so it, like it trained me to kind of like start look looking for that, just the way mm-hmm. that my mom is like annoying to watch movies with because she'll be like that collar is twisted they didn't do this they, <laughs> that, that is, is different twisted. all the time she's like oh they couldn't fix their suit oh they didn't oh wardrobe failed oh that all <laughs> the time she's like talking about how wardrobe failed right. which i would do the exact same thing and i have so anyways <laughs> i was watching this and i get so distracted and i was thinking all of a sudden the thought popped into my head like holy shit I have, I'm in HD yeah. somewhere. Oh my God. I need to not look at those videos. I do not want to be four times life size and in HD. Like, no, thank like you. when I did not even put on a lick of makeup, like, 90% of the time I was on TV. That's why I say I want to look taxidermied. I want filters on filters on filters. <laughs> HD is not for me. And you know what? I, by, I should, gosh darn it. 
be allowed to filter whatever the heck I want out of my face since I had 10 years on TV where nobody did any of that shit for me. Right. So I'm just making up for a lost time. Basically, you you want to know what I look like? Mad. Go look at the archives. <laughs> yeah, it's no, true. I don't even know. But I, all I'm saying is I don't even like the HD. So whatevs. I don't even know what my point is. I like the I like clarity, but I don't want it to look like a soap opera. That yes, style. What? it's so weird. That was a yeah. hard thing to get used to. Like every time I go back to like since I watch so much stuff on Netflix and Hulu and everything, and that's like a different style. And mm-hmm. then I go like it'll be Super Bowl Sunday. And I'll right. watch like the Super Bowl, and I'm like, "Whoa, what yeah. is this? Is this what TV is like?" Because I don't have cable. We're so and it's out of like, touch. So out of touch. It's so freaking weird. Yeah, but, I love it. Oh yes, yes. Anyway, fuck Anywho. Viacom. That's what I'm. Fuck them. Yeah. This man. episode will probably disappear tomorrow. Oh my god, what if? I, I mean, mean, they can't do anything to us, are. right? Well, I don't think Am so. I Sarah, contract for something. <laughs> Right, sure. We might have you. to. What if we just had? Okay, well, I'll double check, and we might. If we have to bleep all of this, you guys could just <laughs> infer. I I hope we do have to bleep all of this. I mean, not for our editor, but right. for hilarity. You know, I want. Yeah, who's in charge of Viacom? It's definitely a man. Yeah, and I hate him. Do you think it's a man? Let's look. <laughs> I don't know. But That's I'm all about these archivists who uh, put everything, like, I feel like everything should be uploaded. Like, I want to look at all of those old TV shows. I agree. I, I love, love it. old stuff. Yes. Like, do you remember um, uh, uh, Eureka's Castle? Yeah. Oh, God. That was my favorite freaking show. I need a little <laughs> Eureka's Castle, and you can't find a lot of those anywhere. What? Who owns that? Viacom? Oh, my God. What if? Probably. Oh my god, I would they, die. They own everything. It oh, who owns Viacom? Doesn't say. It's well, the fucking man. The answer is the man. <laughs> Probably. One thing I will say is how cool Fiverr is. Have you used Fiverr? It's so good. So good. Oh, whatever you need, they have. If you need uh, an editor, if you need someone to make a cool graphic, if you need someone to help you with web design, Fiverr has freelance artists and professionals who can assist you at really reasonable prices. And you so can search. it's insane. It's great. I you mean, come on. Search by service or deadline or price or reviews, whatever. And then they have 24-7 customer service. It's great stuff. I've gotten gifts there. I've gotten GIFS. Um, I've gotten (laughs) all kinds of stuff for uh, social media. Find your talent today at Fiverr.com and receive 10% off your first order using our code BRAINCANDY. All the digital services you need are in one place at fiverr.com code braincandy. Again, that's fiverr.com code braincandy. Well, things I've learned in these last 10 seconds, uh, Viacom merged with CBS and now they're Viacom CBS in 2019, December 9th. So now it's that. Now we need that too. Yeah. So damn man, that's all. That's uh, what I have to say. That's all we know. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, okay, I'm trying to think of which adorable story I want to tell you. Well, no, okay. only one, one story is adorable, one story is hilarious. Do Ooh. What do you want to hear? Let's go with hilarity. Okay. Now, 
I'm not quite sure why this came to be. If this, my my mind go, or, or the article hinted that this is a more of a performance art thing. Mm. But in I'm not usually into those. Yeah, and I, but I don't think you're going to be into this one. <laughs> so yeah, not. it's like put it's it's in his piece titled "Amplified Body." Okay, and he's talking about like his whole point is to. I would imagine make some sort of uh, statement about robots and <laughs> the merging of robots with humans because he has developed this uh, probe, probe where he can control a robot with his butthole. <gasps> <laughs> No. Guess what the robot's name is? <laughs> Toshi. Behind. <laughs> Stop. Like R two D two with just the letters. It's just B letter B hind. Come mm-hmm. on. Yep. So he hacked this. <sighs> this guy hacked a commercially available anal electrode probe. Why is this a thing? Um, that I guess, well, actually, I do know why it's a thing. Because it was originally designed, it's supposed to stimulate your anal sphincter muscles and the pelvic floor muscles, making them stronger. So say you had like an accident there or something like that, or maybe like women who would need to strengthen pe- pelvic floor after yeah. pregnancy, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he like hacked this electrode <clears throat> and then used the, like, would insert it up there and somehow oh like redesigned it and rehooked up, re like like hooked everything up to where when he contracted his muscles in a certain way, certain parts of the robot would move. Oh, and uh, there you go. How many different ways are there to clench your bee hole? This is a really good question. <laughs> I mean, how like it's not that nuanced, is oh, it? My- it's just so like clench yours right now. Yeah, I'm doing. Now try it. to do it a different way. I mean, See? I can sort of go higher, <laughs> like internally. Like there's like a low, and then like a little bit. Wow, like, Sarah, a little bit. Good for you. I mean, I think I can higher. Like, like I, I don't just have like that. Sque- like I don't know. Wow. Oh, God. And but, okay. you're telling me this is supposed to be art? It's supposed to be art. And I'm going to, like, I will p- absolutely 100%. I'll send you the video. I'll post this to our... Um, what is the video? Oh, he has the, he has a video. So, like, there's a whole... Because it's all part of, like... It's like this performance art where he's, like, combining all these different... This is what I'm saying. This is the whole... Okay. This is what I really wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. Is this really performance art where we're making some social, some like, like, uh, 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 com- like there's like social commentary or whatever point right. about like, is that this or is this that? Or is this just a guy obsessed with b-holes? <laughs> well, they're not mutually exclusive. Maybe this he's, is true. Maybe it's both. And he said that he had a previous piece art piece where they used this similar type of anal electrode to play music and he would squeeze in different ways and now so he's drawing he's like combining the movement and the music Mm. and it's a whole thing oh my god and it says thus this uh, let me read let me read you his his it this 
what it says. Okay. The reenactment will mainly draw from samples of direct recordings of bodily processes, heartbeat, blood flow, muscle contractions, he wrote. Thus, the sound of the work will focus more on the wetness and the fleshiness of oh, human no. bodies in their interaction with technological devices. What? What? The wetness? That, right, what? <laughs> I don't get it. And I want to be open-minded and be be supportive of the arts. Yeah. But I think this is where I draw the line. I do too. And so then he went so far as to break down. So he did this whole performance piece and which he said there was like mixed reactions to. There was some like confusion and other people like, you know, probably did what art people do and like, oh my God, I can see how this draws from the blah, blah, blah. I'm like, please. Right. (laughs) I mean, that's just how, how I feel. But, uh, he, they th- he then took all of like the pieces and like broke them down and sold them off. So an art collector bought a vacuum sealed electrode that he had vacuum used. sealed. No. Yes, a used one. Yes. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I left out this detail, but the article actually says how, uh, uh, an art collector bought one of these vacuum sealed electrodes with feces on it. But I left that out originally because I was going to spare you. But why would I do such a thing? Oh. I need to give you the full info. You're telling me. Not only did someone do this and call it art, but someone else agreed and paid for it. Correct. But now that just sounds like like a fetish thing. Yeah. You know? Because I don't get the message. I I don't get what I'm supposed to learn. I don't either. That's what I'm. That's it's like. What? 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 Is that really? Is this a white know? guy? Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, that's the thing. It's never like Come the on. kind of person. And I feel I like, like I, I, he's got to be from like I might. I would guess he's from like Germany or something. Let me oh, see. Really? I'm gonna guess. I assumed he was American. Where's Where's Rotterdam? I have no idea. Uh uh uh. In Rotterdam. Where's Rotterdam? Oh, the Netherlands. An artist in the Netherlands. That seems like... like That makes sense. Netherlands guys would do... I don't know. (laughs) I saw this weird documentary once on Vice about a guy who got (laughs) injections into his penis to make it bigger. And it just talked a lot about this uh, very bizarre... Which maybe exists in all countries, but... Germany in particular had a, a very large collection of like a, a like a large fetish population. Germany, huh? At least that's what the documentary on on or this guy was saying in the documentary on Vice. Like that doesn't surprise me, but I don't know why. Well, maybe because of uh, uh, we know that <laughs> um, uh, what's it called? <sighs> like repression. Mm-hmm. Causes like repressing things causes it to you know come out somewhere else. So maybe see like, this is I don't something know. kind of like going back to my journal. This is something I thought of the other day and was writing. Not in the one I'm giving Lincoln. This is in a separate notebook. Yeah. You didn't write about butt buttholes. <laughs> but I said how you know growing up. I think maybe if you grew up in an evangelical or very conservative Christian home or or other conservative religions. Um, the emphasis on sexual purity, especially mm-hmm. for girls, um, mm-hmm. when that's ingrained and taught to you your whole life and the, they make such a fuss about the sacred and the sanctity of it. Mm-hmm. And 
you start to see it as this very valuable thing that, you know, ideally you want to give to as a gift to your husband on your mm-hmm. wedding night or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think one of the consequences of that is that you start to see that as like the only thing you have to offer. And not only that, but that's a one directional gift. Yeah. That's fucked up. That's why women have problems achieving orgasm. <laughs> no, that- you think I'm, I'm not. I don't think you're kidding. I'm just struck by it. It's the truth because there are so many unintended consequences to that. Mm-hmm. If you think that the jo- your job yeah. in that act is to be the gift that's given away, yes, yes, then yes. The, the, the goal is that the other person who's receiving the gift gets the joy and gets the pleasure. Right. The it's person almost like a sacrifice. Gift- yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no, you don't get, and, and oh my God, this is so, it's, oh, I can yeah. go on. Well, right, and I see the consequences in my own life that I don't feel like any of my um, accomplishments really matter. The only thing I am good for is like to you better look good and you better be attractive, and because that's all you got. You know what I mean? Wow, I absolutely one hundred percent know what you mean, and that fucking sucks. Oh my goodness! So I'm just speaking to your point about like when you're repressed or when something's taboo yeah, or yeah. Um, not allowed, then it fucks up your perception of it and the importance of it and skews the, um, you know, value. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know, it's interesting you talk about that because I was, I, I got a, a, this month's um, Psychology Today magazine and there's a whole section on there on relationships and the seven most common sexual fantasies. What are they? And we talk about this all the time, but I was like, have we already, did we, did Susie talk about this article? But no, I feel like we've talked about it, say, like, say, you know, Roundabout. oh, this is a, yeah, this yeah. is a popular one, this is a popular one, but never really looked at like. This is what they say are mm-hmm. the top seven. You know, Do you have or, them right there? I have them right in front of me right now. <laughs> I want to know them. Yeah. So the person, the individual who researched this, um, this guy named Justin uh, LaMiller, and he was writing a book called Tell Me What You Want that was all about um, you know, finding out like the sexual fantasies or sexual habits of Americans. So mm-hmm. he surveyed 4,000 Americans for this book. And in his research, he found that seven categories emerged as, like, the uh, uh, themes, like, number one themes that, well, not one through seven themes that were popular. Um, can you guess what number one is? That had 95, so I'll also tell you the percentage of people who reported ever having these fantasies. And mm. so 95% of men had this fantasy and 87% of women had this fantasy. Okay. Um, and this is also really interesting because we're going to break down the categories of because I think when we've talked about this in the past we've been like isn't this the same thing and he kind of defines each what one. each one is and I was like I oh, guess this I is would helpful. guess voyeur type Ooh, thing that probably. is number three okay what is number one, number uh, one. multi partner sex 
threesomes oh, or orgies. Okay. 90% yeah. of men. 95% of men, 87% of women. They want other people going on in there. Most, conf- or most popular. And we've talked huh. about this, that it's like an easy way to break. Uh, people tend to grow. Well, at least he was saying in his research that people tend to go, grow, you know, kind of bored with mm-hmm. when their sex life becomes predictable and mm-hmm. a way to make it less predictable, but also include the person that you mm-hmm. are committed to is to just throw a third person in there, whether that's in your fantasy. Cause it's like, Oh, well I'm not cheating on her or him yeah. because like in this fantasy there they are, you know? Yeah. So okay. it sounds like part of that. And except I just read this like totally, you know, tea dish, like you know, gossipy column thing about the Real Housewives. And one of the Real Housewives, uh, uh, her husband left her for a person that they had a family with. Well, that is a risk, I guess. Real big risk. I will never be doing that. <laughs> I am That's far too jealous. Scene. And nope. And way, like, needy, too. Are you? I didn't oh. think you were jealous. Oh, I'm so jealous. Oh, oh my God, that's yes. cute. No, I want... I want Mimi, because uh, because I'm like so committed myself. <laughs> yes, like, you are. I just want this. I just want my feelings to be reciprocated. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I just want to. I'll give you all of me. Just give me all of you. It'll be okay. great. Yes. Right. Okay. Then the next one, BDSM, power number control. Two? Number two, power control and rough sex. And the really oh. interesting thing in the article that that they use as the example, it said for some, BDSM offers an opportunity to escape the pressures of traditional gender roles. And mm-hmm. then they said, for instance, and so in my mind, I'm thinking it's going to be, we're going to, I don't know what I think, but it says, for instance, many women imagine being dominated or dominant and many mm-hmm. men imagine being submissive. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's so interesting that she, that, I, I think I, I don't know why I assumed this was written by a female, but it wasn't this guy. Um, when he says, for instance, and then uses like almost like the standard model is women imagine being domin- dominant and men imagine being submissive because in most cases they're, sure. yeah. you know, and it's definitely not, like, I'm like, wait, I'm not submissive. So I like did not, co- <laughs> did not connect. <laughs> didn't occur to you. Yes. Right. Not at all. And I was like, w- w- oh, oh, gosh, that's right. I guess some men would like that. <laughs> like, I guess I wonder why that would be included because I figure people can do that anytime they want. Like you can take it up a notch and get rough mm-hmm. in your mm. bed. Like why aren't people so, just doing that? And we're not even saying that they're not. It's it's looking yeah, at, it's right. exploring like the sexual fantasies. So okay. like if you talk about where people go in their head, I mean, I would I say see. it's probably rare that people are having vanilla sex in their head. Like who's <laughs> fucking missionary in your fantasy? If no, you are, no, you need right, to like, right. right? Yes, yes. I mean, maybe. Right. So this is stuff yeah, that they're thinking in their head. I did, however, see this amazing, probably one of the best sex scenes I've ever seen. If you haven't seen the movie Queenie and Slim, oh, it's, it's so good. Nice romp it's, in there. It's so good. Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. a sex scene in the car and I'm like, oh my God, this is the realest sex scene. And they're just having like regular sex and it is like the hottest thing I've ever seen in my wow, life. Wow. Good for them. Who's in yeah. that? Um, is that Sterling K. Brown? No, it's, uh, uh, oh my gosh, the guy from, he was in Get Out and he's in... Um, Oh, let me look it up. It was so good. It's, um, I have to look it up because it's so, everybody needs to see this. Just for that scene? Well, no, for the whole movie. It's, it's, it's one of, uh, like 
Ren and I watched it like a month or two ago at Queen and Slim. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, Lena Waithe. She wrote it and directed it, and it's yeah. James. Uh, 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 who is it? Daniel. Oh, I'm gonna. I have no idea how to say his last name. Kaluuya, Kaluuya, something like that. And Jodie Turner Smith. Oh my gosh, she's it's so good. So check that out. And then you guys are gonna like be writing at me, like you know, tweeting at me, or all hot and bothered. You guys are gonna be like, oh my god, that is such a good movie. Thank you so much. No, it's genius. It's like great. You have to see it. Not just for the hot sex scene. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Okay. 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 Back to the list. Okay. Do we still have time? I hope so. Yes. Okay. Good. Um, Number three. Novelty, adventure, and variety. Okay, yeah. This kind of seems so. This is this, what umbrella. falls into this category is like sex in public, getting yeah. caught, like you know, thrills and excitement. Like, and it says uh, similar to group sex fantasies. These are all about dra- breaking the uh, you know this desire to break the mold. Oh, uh-huh. yes. And they said so. There's also this researcher who said that this comes from this drive for some for self expansion. This need to grow and expand the self over time by engaging in novel activities. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yes. And they went on to say that they published this study in the Journal of uh, Personality and Social Psychology that said couples that experiment with new and different activities, and it didn't even specify whether they were sex-related, but just new and different activities, um, the happier they were with both their sex lives and relationships. So maybe not even like, so looking, and I think this is like why studies are so great in general, is that we can look at what people fantasize about and say, wow, the top thir- three fantasy is novelty, adventure, and variety. And that's kind of connected to the study that shows, you know, couples who experiment with new and different activities, like leads to happier lives yeah, and relationships. Yeah, just go for it. So yeah, so how do we incorporate like new novelty, adventure, and variety into, you know, our sex life, into our relationship? And it could be like a million things, Right. I was talking to my husband about how we have those cameras around the house, you know? I'm like, do you think our cameras ever caught us banging? And now when he wants to do it in one of those areas, (laughs) he'll be like, hey, maybe motion will be detected later. (laughs) (laughs) And so now we refer to it as motion detected. I love that. (laughs) Because you you get a notification like... yes. If Motion has incident. been detected in the <laughs> other bedroom. Well, because I, <laughs> I mean, I guess somebody could be watching. Who knows? Those sometimes they get hacked into. You can put on a show. Oh, oh that we were. It's so funny you say that because Ren and I were just talking about that this morning. We were like, we will never. We can't. We're like, we need our children to be politicians. They can't be politicians. <laughs> we can't risk their political career because we wanted to have a sex tape when we were in our twenties and thirties. So, so you feel like, like you can't film it? Can't because what if it what what something happens? We're gonna ruin our future set of daughter who's gonna be a senator slash maybe the first female president. You know, I say do it. Don't kink shame. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not shamed. If we had a, a, a you know, something that where it wouldn't be digital. It's like the yeah. opposite. Like that's kind of where I I, <laughs> yeah. I want analog or whatever that. I don't know. Right. Is there analog You're have, like for that? an old timey camera? Right. I'm like Polaroids, fine. Digital camera, <laughs> not okay. You're gonna get like one of those Wonder Years video cameras. Yes, it'll be huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so not creepy. a bad idea, actually. Oh, uh, okay. Let me tell you what else I have okay, on this sorry, list before ahead. we run out of time. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, sexual taboos. 
So doing something that is socially or culturally forbidden. Well, like anal so, or what? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's like, so this is where your voyeurism is yeah falls into so voyeurism so spying on others as they undress or have sex but here's the thing this one kind of falls into the it's illegal yeah it does you know so it's interesting so it says in the it also said taboo activities are appealing because when people are told that they can't do something sexually or otherwise it tends to make them want to do it even more sex therapist john moran cleverly summarized this idea of what he termed the erotic equation which is attraction plus obstacles equals excitement wait i want to write this down what is it the erotic equation (laughs) i was just saying there's a formula for everything see yeah right there always is attraction Mm -hmm. plus obstacles equals excitement wow that makes sense okay so then how can you take that and without doing shit that's illegal Mm -hmm. you know incorporate attraction plus obstacles for like excitement yeah right like even if like you know in this quarantine like oh my god yeah like we have Mm -hmm. to you have a a a conference call at you know one o'clock quick we have 15 minutes and let's make sure that you get it you know whatever yeah Uh yeah because that's like attraction and obstacles number five on the list was oh this is sweet passion romance and intimacy what yes steamy daydreams i guess that is remember when i was like who's having vanilla sex in their head (laughs) well i guess i don't know Number five on the list. Oh, uh, says, steamy daydreams sometimes involve meeting emotional needs through sex, such as feeling loved, appreciated, or desired. Mm. All right. It's more, well, okay, okay, okay. I see that as like, yeah, passion. Like, ooh, I want you so bad. Okay. Yeah, but it sounds more like uh, romantic. Yeah, that sounds a little bit like those steamy novels and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, I re- I heard this thing. Uh, uh, I read this a while back that that it was really popular in like very conservative communities or like religious communities. I think you know, I maybe like Christ- evangelical Christianity, where mm-hmm. women were having erotic literature written about them using like their names and their partners' names. Did you tell me oh about this? Oh my god, I, it rings a bell. It does, right? Yeah. That must be a thing that somebody even either sent us or we've talked about before. Would you ever do that? No. That's wanna ridiculous. Read about no. Yeah, I wouldn't want to read about myself either. I wonder if that's changed from whenever I talked about that. <laughs> My friend Kelsey is a scholar of um, sociology and she studies evangelical sex lives. Oh, so and cool. She has this book called Christians Undercovers and <gasps> she talks about how they're really into some kinky shit as long as you're married and monogamous yeah anything goes and so they are pegging they're doing all kinds of stuff you wouldn't expect oh i just watched that episode of broad city the other day if everybody if anybody hasn't seen that and likes that somebody oh it's so funny it's so good it's well she one of the characters has a crush on her next door neighbor and then she finally gets to like have a date with him and then he's like you want to peg me? <laughs> wow. On it's the first so good. Date. You have to see it. It's real good. Good for him. All right. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, I'm so cool. I pegged on the first date. <laughs> it's <laughs> oh great. God. You'd love it. Oh, number six, being in a non-monogamous relationship. Yeah, that makes sense. And number seven, which 26% of men said that they fantasized about and 59% of women said they fantasized about. I bet you can guess this one. What? Tell me. Come on, take a stab at it. 
Less men admit to it. Almost double the amount of females admit to this. Oh, like um, two men? Same sex. Oh. Homoeroticism or same-sex fantasies. Okay. How many? 26% of males and 59% of women. Of here. I can understand the women. I cannot believe that many guys that close to one third of men good I mean, for them clo- closer to they should just admit one fourth, it but yeah they should ain't nothing wrong with that yeah it falls in all those categories risky sexual taboos <laughs> yes. novelty adventure it's all, of them. it's all of them so yeah so there you go people wow the, that the was seven, very informative the list of seven most common fantasies based on 400 americans that were surveyed they were banging up a storm. Bang it. Well, or at least thinking about it. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah. Yes. My fantasies often involve by the pool. Do they? Yes. Or in a shower. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you I like, like the water, water thing. involved. Well, you are a mermaid type. I am. There you go. That makes sense. Yeah. By the pool. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, people should leave us a five-star review for sure yes definitely leave us a five-star review subscribe check out our merch follow me on instagram yes because if you want to be like us who buy leslie jordan stuff and uh (laughs) tiny chef stuff you can like support us and what you love and buy brain candy stuff yay that's a great idea see you next time Bye. bye